Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Hello and welcome back to Successful Minds. I'm your host, Patty Baranowski-Schneider. Today I'm joined by Amanda Harris, a psychic, mentor, healer, therapist, and soul guide. So welcome, Amanda. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me, Patty. I'm very excited to connect with you today. Uh, I am Amanda Harris, as you as you mentioned. I am a wife, a mother of three, and I live my life with a very firm purpose to support, empower, and heal others. Um, absolutely love what I do in absolute alignment with my soul purpose and love to share my journey on how I arrived where I am today. I'm in this space where I absolutely, authentically love every single aspect of my life. And I do um, Patty, feel that I've kind of cracked the code on this human journey in terms of um, being able to move through these, these challenges that we experience in the human form. That's awesome. I mean, everybody wants to know that code, you know, because we all go through. Right. I always say it, life doesn't come with instructions. We never know what our purpose is here. You, you know, everybody has their own viewpoints, but we never know. I mean, so we kind right. of just, and everybody's looking for happiness, but everybody's going in every direction. So if there was like a secret code to help people, by all means, everybody wants this. <laughs> right, right. And I think that's, you know, we are here to remember. You know, I um I often, as a psychic, I, I channel a lot during my sessions. I, I work with predominantly women, um, men also, but mostly women, and we work on transformation. You know, where are you now? Where are you desiring to be and how can you get there? And it's often um a bit of guidance in supporting them to remember. You know, when we are in spirit form, Patty, when we are back um, as just energy, we are all knowing. We are just love. That's all we have. We don't have any of these human emotions, you know, the frustration, the fear, the pain, the sadness, the hurt, the guilt. That's the human emotions. That's why we come here, to experience that. And the analogy that my guides provided with me a long, long time ago to a client was when you are born, you experience birth amnesia. This amnesia so that you you forget. You forget that you are all-knowing. You forget that you come here for a purpose. You forget that, you know, you are here to experience the very humanness of the journey, the challenges, Mm -hmm. in order for your soul to grow. And, you know, when we have this amnesia, we we are born into the family we choose and we look to our caregivers to make sense of the world in which we arrive. And we are programmed from that beginning, right, from from often our quite unconscious parents. We then spend, I think, a great part of our young adult and into our adulthood trying to remember. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it's a, a seeking of, of why am I here or what is my purpose. It's I'm trying to remember what my purpose is. And mm-hmm. I, I hear it all the time where people have these, and I'm one of them, have this awakening. And, you know, it's 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 not a wake-up, it's an awakening. It's It's something that was dormant within. That, that is awakened, um, you know, with the trigger of, of generally quite a big challenge or a painful experience. And, yeah. and that becomes the catalyst of, I know why I'm here. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know why I'm here. I, I remember, um, you know, as a psychic, I do have a lot of people come in and they have, you know, just an intuitive guidance reading. My guides often turn that into a, a, a more of a therapy or mindset or spiritual kind of experience. Yeah. But, you know, they'll go, how do you know this? And I often say, you already know what I'm sharing with you on some level. You know, the, the goosebumps, that's resonance. That's your soul going, yeah, I remember this. You know, you're yeah. right. I remember. So very firm um, in, you know, my, my belief that we all actually know our purpose and it's about remembering. And we all know our, our power, but it's about remembering. And that's this human journey. It's kind of, you know, trudging through these challenges until often it takes something really big to, to really shake us up and find that, that courage, that strength, that passion and, and the purpose, the purpose. I can imagine such a journey. <laughs> I guess can you take right. us can you take us back to the beginning of your journey and describe the moment of awakening that set you on your path as a healer and a soul guide? Sure. So I almost eight years ago, I was eight months pregnant with my second child. I had a three year old daughter as well. Um, reasonably happy in my life. I, I felt, and you know, working in jobs that I loved, always working with people in the heart heart field. Um, and I lost my sister to suicide and my sister and I were incredibly close. Um, we were only a year apart. She had four children. Um, she still does have four children, but you know, yeah. in, in, when she was still here, she had them as, as hers and physical. And, um, you know, that was what was my pivotal moment. I look back on that as the moment that everything changed. Um, as you can probably imagine, it was, you know, soul shattering absolutely soul shattering i was her doctor phil mm -hmm. um i was the one that she would come to and for me to not know it and, and being psychic as well patty although i wasn't practicing in the field i was um dabbling right i had like a room set up it was the i want to do this one day but what will everyone think you know i was still in that space of i need to have a real job a proper job right, right. the judgment was still thick and so i was quite frustrated with my guides how could I not know? Um, it was my job to save her. And there was a, an onslaught of, um, you know, this, this rapid decline into severe depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, I ended up having my baby by cesarean because the, the, my, my specialist, I, I had a cesarean previously and the specialist said, look, we were trying for, you know, to go naturally. And he said, like, let's just, Let's just get the baby out um, because I was in such a state. Um, you know, that experience took me to the depths of my soul. It was an incredibly dark time for a for quite some time. The first few months, you know, I remember holding my baby and feeling nothing, nothing. It was like I was holding a brick. And, you know, I'm so nurturing by nature. You know, I am my first child. It was just so, so different to the first experience as a mother with my daughter. Um, and I remember... A couple of months after my sister had passed, I remember looking in, you know, our, our glass doors at my husband and he was holding the newborn and the toddlers running around and he was, you know, really doing a lot because I was, I was not functioning very well at all. And I remember thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this. There's no possible way I can survive this. And I remember having this sensation of wanting to unzip from this human suit and leave my body. The pain was so intense that I, I actually considered at one point taking myself home. You know, I, I remember thinking how many of my husband's, um, 
you know, uh, he's got epilepsy. How many of his tablets would I need to take? And, you know, in that moment, I realized I really needed help. It was so scary for me to have those thoughts. It did gift me with a really deep understanding of my sister's journey. It took away the how could you, how could you leave your children? Mm -hmm. It took away the anger because I was able to really understand where she was coming from, to feel pain so great that I felt like I could not survive, that I was such a burden to my children. Um, I had zero hope. Patty, I had zero hope and zero proof that I would ever be able to move through it. I think that's where um, the system's failing us um, in terms of mental health because I went to doctors, I went to psychiatrists, psychologists, and I was really slapped with um, all the labels very quickly. Yes, you have depression, you have post-traumatic stress disorder, you have anxiety, and here, here's a tablet. Yeah, that's their answer to everything. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I remember going, I don't have depression. My sister has died. Like, this is a, a, an experience that has triggered this. They said, no, no, you're, you're clinically depressed. We've given you the score. You're clinically depressed. This is what's going to help you. Um, so I seek. I started seeking. Um, and I'll say for a few months I sat in that. I took drugs. I didn't breastfeed my son because I went, I need to escape this pain. It's too great. Um, I started smoking marijuana. I was, you know, doing other drugs on weekends. I, you know, really started this self-sabotage because the pain and the vibration of the emotion I was feeling was so heavy. So as as someone who was very um, asleep, I suppose, I matched that. What else can I put in my body that is of that same vibration of, Grief, heaviness, heartache, fear, pain. And so that's drugs, alcohol, right? It's, it's, it's matching the vibration. Right. And I had a, a pivotal moment where I went to get my son a bottle and I walked, I remember walking out to the kitchen and just falling to the ground. I fell to the ground and I was just completely beyond rock bottom. It was, it was just this place of, uh, emptiness, complete and utter emptiness, but it was also the place of surrender. It was the place of awareness where I just, my husband, I remember my husband coming out because obviously the baby was crying, um, waiting for the bottle and he came out and he said, I need to take you to hospital. What can I do? What work? He was so helpless. And then I started my, my journey of seeking. I Googled, I, I, I researched, you know, losing a sibling to suicide. There was nothing. There was no hope anywhere that I searched. And, um, I did, I attended a retreat, um, with a beautiful woman, Patria King. She runs a wellness retreat here in Australia. And she, she said to me in her story, she shared her story. She said, I lost my brother to suicide when I was 30. And I just remember this light bulb moment of, you mean it's possible to survive this? Yeah. You mean there is a human who's had the same experience as me and they've survived? And that was all I was looking for was hope. Right. And from that moment, it was this, this mission, um, this mission of, of really coming home to myself, this mission of um, I'm, I'm absolutely healing from this because I know it's possible now, so give me the formula. And this is when I, you know, reconnected with my guides. This is when I was, you know, going to many, many healers. I was learning about energy. I, I came into the breath, came back into my body. I completely eradicated the PTSD. That was quite severe. And panic attacks, constant panic attacks and, and you know, falling to the ground and I'd be having a, an okay moment driving and suddenly almost blacking out. Um, so it was really severe and I went into the breath with that. And I started circular breathing and I started um, meditating again. And I, I started softening to the pain mm -hmm. and that led me, you know, deep into my heart space. And it was 
a moment that I remember thinking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through this. Holy shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually gonna get through this. Um, and it was, you know, this, I have to save myself. I have to. I must. There was nobody to save me. My mother was very, very broken. I didn't have, I was the support network for everyone, right? So right. there was really nowhere to go. And it was, you know, I, I, I must do this. I must save myself. Um, and, and you know, the, the, the journey thereafter was very much about learning or remembering, um, how, how we are here for these very experiences. Right. How, you know, death is actually not the end. How this grief portal really takes us to the depths of our soul and allows us to access parts of us that are dormant you know that strength that courage and most importantly coming back to your question purpose purpose you know i did not give a shit what anyone thought after that i i actually remember going and getting um i had a friend with dreadlocks and i said to him put one in my hair and he's like what <laughs> you know i would have to be quite um i would present myself quite well i thought and i just had this thing of like i i need to make a bold physical statement to myself that i actually no longer am going to um bother myself with what people think of judgments of others, right? And so I had this big purple and blue dreadlock in the middle of my head, just a singular dreadlock. <laughs> and that became my reminder of, you know, I'm doing what I need to do. And when I kind of turned that corner, I couldn't go back. It was like, I have to tell people this. I have to let people know. Like, and I remember I searched so hard, Patty. So I knew there was sort of uh, such a gap in, in, in this market, I guess, I'll, not even market, but a gap in this type of experience that we all have as humans, yeah. a real gap. And I went, I I have to do that. That's This is my purpose. And it was just so big and so um, completely consuming that it didn't matter what anybody around me said because they started. Uh, there was a lot of judgment. I was just on this mission. It was it was a deep mission, yeah, to 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 teach what I'd learned, to share what I'd remembered. Yeah. I mean, because it's not something people talk about much, you know, and it is true. If something, you know, if some, if whatever, you know, psychiatrists can tell you one thing, like you said yourself, they just label you and slap some medicine mm -hmm. on you and that's it. But if having someone like same thing that spoke to you and there's someone who went through it, you know, it's like, right. wow, now it resonates. And now, you know, if people aren't talking about it, somebody has to take that stand and you're doing that. Talking to people right. and say, I'm not proud of it, but this happens. And you know what? You can right. get through this. You know, and people, right. you know, if it's not something that's readily available or even spoken about, you know, it's something people need, you know? I mean, so many people don't know Absolutely. that there's an out, you know? Oh, that's that's right. And this is, you know, for me, it's, it's such a legacy for my sister. Right. You know, the vision has always been, I'm four years into my business now, the vision has always been, um, you know, this, this legacy of hope and healing, this, this, like, blowing the whistle on, on suicide, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of, um, there's another way. There's, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not somebody who's just gone to university to study whilst I've, I've got all these certifications. I've, I've really prided myself in learning, um, to have that as a foundation. The biggest thing is saying to somebody, hey, like, I, I get it. Like, whilst we all have different experiences, I have been in a position with two children and very seriously considered taking my life. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, and I knew because people go, oh, you know, 
um, how, and with the judgment piece, right? They go, oh, how could you even consider that with children? I get how you can because I did, right? And it is, it is that very experience that really gives me the most as a healer, mm-hmm. as a therapist. Um, I think that a lot of the times what gets people in the door is this, you know, yes, I'm a therapist and yes, I'm a, a counselor and I can support you, um, with, with these strategies, with these tools. But once they're in the door, um, it often goes where it needs to go. And that's, you know, that's, that's often sharing. Um, but the things that I kind of had the shame around the most are the things that I often speak about the most, Patty, the, the drugs. You know, my mother was a drug addict growing up and I was so shameful of that my entire life and I hated drugs. And, you know, I had this such shame my entire childhood around drugs. I didn't understand it. I just thought it was so silly. And none of my friends were in those those worlds, right? They had teachers as parents. And, um, you know, with my sister, it was, it was drugs that kind of, I guess, was her her journey home when she took herself home and throughout my my um learning i i undertook some really deep learning in ctc therapy where we look at the subconscious mind and our behaviors and our mindset and i remember sharing that i was a drug addict that i'd become a drug addict and it was so liberating to me and it was just this feeling of i actually don't need to have shame around that and it's in fact a lot of the times the things we have shame around are the things that can help us support others right it's you know, I no longer feel the need to take any drug because I was able to heal so deeply that I understood that that was my pacifier. That was my dummy in adult form, right? That was what I leaned into. And and it was also in my program. It was deeply programmed into me that this is what we do. And when I was able to heal, I went, you know, the drug is not the enemy. That was the, the, the medicine that I leaned into at the time it was you know for me an action of survival and it was something that I now understand so deeply in terms of in a client coming to me on drugs I go okay how is this serving you there is some way that that's serving you on a conscious or unconscious um you know field that we can actually get to the bottom of so that you no longer have that desire to take that you no longer feel the need to to escape Right. Or to disconnect from yourself because um, drugs are largely a tool of disconnecting from self, and that's whether it's a recreational um, or street drug or something the doctors prescribe, you know, for for, for pain and 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 suffering mentally. And it's it's same thing, band aids, you know, it's yeah. band aids and and um, the problem. Yeah. Right, right. And so you know, I it can be quite confronting to someone I speak about that, but I'm very, um, you know motivated to share all of my story not just the pretty bits yeah you know not just the pretty bits it's it's sharing all of it it's being real and raw and speaking about the things that people don't speak about yeah and you get it right on the head it makes you real it's you're not just somebody who studied out of a textbook you're a real person been there done that i've lived it and you're showing people that you can get through this it's like you know when they say like an alcoholic on alcoholic anonymous you're dealing like your sponsor is somebody who's bending your shoes and you have to have right. faith that they know what they're talking about, you know, and it's yeah. not easy, and but they're there, was, you know. Right. And, you know, when we have mental, you know, I guess diseased or, un, you know, being unwell or disharmony mentally, right. what we are always going to be seeking is understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the most common things is feeling so misunderstood, like you just don't get it. Yeah. You know, and, and, that's something that I'm able to bring to my clients. Like, whilst everybody's story is incredibly unique, I 
get it. Like I, I have, I've, I've walked through those trenches. It might, might not have been the same height or even the same texture or, or, you know, um, the same depth, but I've been in the trenches, you know, and, and that's what people are seeking. That's for me. I know what I was seeking and, you know, my, my purpose is largely built around being who I needed. Yeah. Being who I needed, and and you know, it, it's definitely spilled out into other arenas in terms of speaking, um, you know, about mental health specifically, and about um, you know, empowerment and finding your purpose. That's something I'm really passionate about because that's you know what my awakening was about. Was I now look back and go, and yeah, there was a time for a few years I couldn't even speak about my sister without crying, and I now look back on that, and it all makes so much sense. And I thank her, and I go, wow, like we planned this together. Like we planned for this experience for me to be who I am now, for me to support thousands of people on their journey. And I, I, I would not be where I am without her choosing to take herself home. It's no longer, um, it, you know, the, the meaning of that situation has been rewritten deeply in my, in my conscious and unconscious mind to now look back on that as the most powerful shift, you know, my, my biggest awakening. Um, painful to my, my, uh, you know, sleeping human at the time, mm-hmm. but so powerful to my soul. So powerful. Now, I guess the loss of a loved one can be profound and shape an experience. So how did the personal tragedy of losing your sister influence your approach to healing and helping others? I mean, you kind of mentioned how you were in that spot mm-hmm. and wanted to help everybody else. So that's kind of, you said it, that's what redirected you there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the compassion piece and the the authentic empathy. Um, I actually lost a friend to suicide in high school and I thought I truly understood loss. You know, for me, I thought I understood loss from that experience. Um, and whilst that was incredibly painful for it, for me as a teen, right. it, it, was a, it was a drop in the ocean in comparison to the experience I had with my sister. And, you know, I think you're correct in saying it is a very profound experience, but something that we all as humans experience we all experience the loss of a loved one whether it is a sibling mother father child you know we are all friend we're all experiencing this this loss and you know that has gifted me gifted me with um a real softness and an openness but also an awareness um of the depths that it takes you the real depths that it takes you you know, and, and being able to have this passion and, uh, sorry, the, the, this, this compassion and this understanding, um, of, of the, the freeze response of, you know, the, the way it affects somebody physically, the way, you know, the way it affects somebody mentally, emotionally and spiritually. So having that firsthand experience definitely allows me to support others who have been through that. Um, but more so, I guess it's, you know, knowing myself so deeply. I think it takes for us to have something really soul-shattering and then choosing to to remember and bring pieces back together to know yourself really deeply. And, you know, you, um, I think in my field, um, something I share is you, you can only connect with others as deeply as you've connected with yourself. And there is no deeper connection to self than the loss of a loved one. There isn't. It takes you, it's the same as that birthing call, right? It takes you right in there, um, you know, to the depths of your being. You're right. Now, I guess you mentioned transformation is your superpower. So can you give yes. us an example of a transformative experience with a client that stands out for you? 
Oh, oh my God, yes. Okay, <laughs> okay so I'm going to speak, but I'm going to try to be quick here <laughs> because I love a chat, Patty, as you, as you can tell. Um, you know, I, I launched my business in a tiny little town as a psychic. And I said, yes, I'm a therapist. And I'm all these things. I hit my therapist. All the things, but, but psychic, right? And I had a lady come to me for a psychic reading. And she was a pub owner at the time. And I just looked at her and went, what are you doing? And my guides were screaming at me. And, I, and I'm a little bit of a uh employment agency for for the other side right so if somebody's purpose is to be in the field of healing then then they'll generally come to me for something else and my guides will support me in in supporting them in transforming into their purpose right um and this lady um was working in a pub and she had one session with me and i you know reminded her of her purpose I reminded her of, you know, she'd had a, a really deep story of healing herself, um, but she had a lot of shame and I shared pieces to support her and gave her a lot of intuitive guidance in that session. She came back the following week for a CTC session, um, which is, you know, subconscious reprogramming, um, EFT, sort of emotional freedom technique, releasing the fears, releasing the fears of being seen, the feelings of not being good enough, etc. She'd done some really deep work with me. Within three months, she had started her own um, healing studio in this tiny little town of Young in New South Wales, um, Flow Healing, yeah, Flow Healing and Yoga. Um, she had then decided that she had such a transformation with the therapy that I delivered to her, which is CTC therapy, combined therapy cocktail. So it's this beautiful mashup of lots of different um, therapies that she actually went on to become a therapist in that field as well. Because she went, oh my God, I must, you know, similar to me in that I must show other people the way. Um, and she is now, you know, doing her own retreats. She is, um, doing intuitive guidance sessions herself. She's a therapist now. She's doing yoga teaching <laughs> and, you know, she's, she's truly liberated. She's truly liberated. And, you know, she's 50 years old. She spent, um, most of her life knowing she had a purpose, but feeling not good enough and feeling, um, fearful of, of judgment of others, you know. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest transformations on a professional um, professional level. And then, you know, um, very briefly, you know, many people have come to me, one lady in particular, she's coming to mind um, after a, a breakup and, um, you know, quite a traumatic relationship ending and she was severely depressed, heavily medicated, very heavily medicated and very depressed and couldn't see a way forward and you know we had a journey together and she's still in my world she's a regular client she has beautiful sessions just as sort of maintenance for her soul um and she's no longer takes medication she was not able to sleep she was drinking she was you know all the things um and she's very very happy with who she is and how she is she is no longer taking any medication she sleeps like a baby she has deepened the relationships with her children um, and it's something that I see all the time because I often say to clients I will not tell you what you want to hear I'm sorry I'm not that person that you come to and you know you get rainbows and lollipops in your life so you <laughs> you're gonna hear what you need to hear in order to transform because I have absolutely I've never had a client come to me Patty who um who has really remembered all of their power Right. You know, I, I am a light and that is my intention. I'm very intentional in the clients I bring in. So people who come to me are ready. They're ready for a transformation in some way, shape or form. So I'm seeing it really regularly, um, you know, in my clients. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so incredibly 
rewarding. I absolutely love what I do. One session may be intuitive guidance. The next session will be doing some hypnotherapy or guided meditation or timeline therapy or connecting with loved ones on the other side because I'm a medium as well. So it's it's truly, you know, if you are not truly and authentically happy in every area of your life, come to me. You don't need to know the next step. That's that's my my job to support you in, in remembering that. Come to me and let me support you in your transformation, right? And then it's, you know, my own experience, my 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 guides, my intuitive capabilities that supports my clients in, in getting that transformation. It's, you know, let's build that bridge to the other side um, mm-hmm. and and help you activate what you need to get there. Right. You know? Why not? <laughs> Definitely uh, good stuff, though. Now, you've been successfully booked since you launched your business. So to what do you attribute this immediate success and what advice do you give to others hoping to find some similar fulfillment in their work? Very simple. I am in complete alignment with my sole purpose, right? The driver is so pure. You know, for me, it's so pure that it's, it's the, the energetics behind my business. It's I am here to support people. I am here to empower people and I am here to heal to help people remember. And so I have energetically this massive light and people come. Um, you know, I have a lot of referrals, a lot. People go, oh, I don't know why I'm here. I'm just being told to come. Right. <laughs> um, my success is not, you know, I, I use very little strategy, I'll be honest. And whenever I do have, I love learning, so I'll often have a business coach or a mentor myself and they'll go, oh, you need more strategy. You need, you know, this. And I go, well, no, like I'm just doing what what feels really aligned. Um, and the, the offers that I create, the webinars, the retreats, it's all intuitively driven. It's all what I feel need, is needed at the time. And, you know, it's my, my success and the fact that I have been fully booked and four to six weeks out in advance from day one <laughs> is that it's clean. It's a clean business. It's clean energetically. I know why I'm here and I know what my purpose is and I'm doing it. And I'm very intentional in that, very intentional. Um, I've worked on the energetics and I've, I've, you know, supported myself in that, in that way. And my advice to others is find your purpose. And it's an old saying, you know, everyone's heard it, find your purpose and you'll never work a day in your life. It's so true. <laughs> it's true. You know, for the first little while in my business, I'll pinch myself because I'm like, I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, and and now it's you know I get to be abundant. That was another lesson for me. It was oh, my crisis was so little when I started because I went it's my duty as a human, and then I went through growth and went hold on, like I get to actually be abundant. I get to have balance. I get to you know be able to be home with my children and work and have you know this this beautiful income that supports me in being this best version of myself for not only my circle but for my clients. Right. So find your purpose, find your passion. We all have one. Remember it. You know, remember it. That's the key to your success. Often I'll see people in businesses where they're doing it just for money, you know, and, and they may actually make a lot of money, but the money will drop straight through their fingers because it's not in alignment with their purpose. So therefore they're living in lack and it's never enough. You know, or they'll go, they'll have the, 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 the layers on them where, you know, I just want to have the big house and the big cars. So they'll be mm-hmm. having a, a job that, you know, pays a lot of money, which should be happy, but they're kind of pouring it out in all these other ways and still not feeling happy and not feeling success, right? Not having success, um, because it's not their purpose. Um, purpose is at the core of success. 
it is it is the absolute pillar of of success um you know and it's as i'm a business mentor as well so people come to me and we go well, yeah, are you in alignment with your purpose and you know let's release the lack let's release the lack and come into this beautiful abundant place because there is enough for everyone no matter what your industry is right. there is a place for all of us you know and and you know you can't lie you can't trick yourself um you can maybe trick others that you're happy but you can't trick yourself and if you're not authentically happy if you don't wake up excited for work you're not in your purpose and it's hard because, you know, most of us were, you know, brought up and raised, you know, you have to have a job, you have to make money, you have to support your family, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, and that's just, we go on autopilot, but it doesn't, they 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 don't teach you in school, you know, how to right your purpose. So we just go exactly. through winging it. Really. And, and <laughs> yeah, we do. And I think, you know, I, I work with a lot of people of all different ages and I see it, you know, um, it is, it, it was a generational thing. You know, people were, were raised at a time where, you, oh, my God, we're so grateful we just have a job. You know, if you've got a job in anything, be grateful for that you stay in it. And this is where the subconscious mind comes in. And that's maybe another day um, for a chat around that in particular, Patty. But, you know, the, the programming, the programming that is, is, is um, you know, passed on to you as a child becomes, you know, the way that you see the world and your beliefs around work. And, you know, if your parents worked really hard in jobs that they hated, then you're going to be doing the same thing unless you remember, unless you wake up. And, you know, I'm here to pull the pin on that as well. <laughs> you know, it's, we actually get to be in our purpose. And I think that COVID um, as a global, um, you know, collective, COVID really gifted us with this ability to remember, you know, people were kind of paused from the rat race and and had this moment to reflect well am i actually happy and so many people have changed careers since then because you know what they got to stop they got to stop it was a pause in 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 this this um autopilot this autopilot and so you know now we have this this um this collective that's remembering and it's never too late i, I actually connected with a woman um on monday who's 74 years old wow. 74 <laughs> and she's you know she's now reclaiming her power and reclaiming her energy and she's you know releasing all of these old patterns and you know not for her career wise but certainly for her to um you know create her happiness right you know to remember that she can create her happiness because she was too raised at a time where you know children to be seen not heard you know when you're a teenager you support your family as a young adult you then have children and then you support them and it doesn't matter what you do as long as you have got money you just work for money 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 you know you don't worry about being happy no one's happy yeah. you just keep going right <laughs> yeah. so you know these well, we're all waking up. This is this is what's happening. Everyone's remembering at the moment and, and realizing that you know you, you actually the secret is you can have it all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you just have to talk to you. <laughs> well, you know what? You just have to be around somebody. Get yourself in the room with people who get it, with people who are doing the things right. My life is absolutely not rainbows and lollipops. Let me just just um, say that right. I still have challenges because I'm human. Right, so I'm constantly growing. There's still moments where I'm like, "Oh my god!" Um, you know, I have a self healing day every week. Um, I'm, you know, really doing the work consistently. We, it's not about just, "Oh, I remember I can have a purpose, and now I'm going to go and do that." There's no challenges, right? Um, in terms of my success, yes, the clients always came, but did I have to work on balance in my business? Yes. Did I have to find a place to rent out and take this? 
absolutely huge leap from a learning support teacher into a psychic yeah did i have to work through the judgments of others yes so yes there's always going to be work to do but you're going to be working anyway in this human form so isn't it best to be working towards and in your purpose and working to be happy as opposed to working and feeling unhappy you know absolutely absolutely now, tell me, running group programs and retreats, it can be incredibly rewarding. So can you tell us about one of your most memorable group, um, group healing sessions and the impact it had? Yeah. Oh, look, I'm going to go to the first weekend retreat that I facilitated um, in a beautiful um, bush setting, um, you know, these, these beautiful cabins, and I had 17 women. And I was pregnant at the time and, you know, it was so, so, so powerful. Um, the women coming together, I think whenever women come together to heal, there's this beautiful alchemy. You know, there's always going to be this web of connection between women and I've always found that so um, bizarre as a human. <laughs> I've always just thought, this is so wild. What, you're a teacher and you're a teacher? You both have a tell of these special needs. You both have this experience. And this is what happens when you, you know, you work in intention. Um, and, you know, for that retreat, it was Friday through to Sunday. Um, you know, not only did I prove to myself that I was able to do that, it was the women in that space. Um, still now, you know, a couple of years later, speak about that being so pivotal for them. You know, it was a whole weekend to themselves. And I, I, I you know, um, taught on mindset, on energetics, on self-love, on putting yourself first, on putting a cup so that you can feel the cup of others. Um, and we, we did... We went through a process of, of anger release and I remember the moment you can find it on my, my page um, on Instagram where I took all the women deep into the bush and <laughs> led them in a, a vocal release, you know, this, this really primal experience of um, absolutely letting go. Mm -hmm. And it was such a shift in, in the group from that moment. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, when women come together, it's always really powerful. <laughs> I, I have a... Um, you know, I have like a, a moon's eye membership where women are in this membership and we do full moon and new moon webinars and we work together and it's it's really powerful every time we come together. But I think the retreat stands up out for me because it was my big really my first really big one where I was able to go, Wow, look, look at this. Huge, huge. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, Sammy, with the belief that everyone has the ability to reset and pivot, what's the first step that you suggest to someone looking to make a significant change in their life? I think you need to want to. Okay. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's, I only attract clients who are ready. And that is an absolute belief in my business. You need to want to. Um, you know, you don't need to know how. Like, I will support you with the how. There's other people that can support you with the how. Um, it's, but you need to want to, um, shift. You know, and it is as simple as that. If if you are, you know, struggling and you are sitting in victimhood and, and you know, you actually don't want to come out of that, then um, I'm not your person. And, and I think that the journey is still quite long. I think the moment of going, I no longer want to be in this, that's the that's the moment of transformation. That's the moment where you get to reset. That's the moment where you can you can remember the how. Um, you know. The how's kind of the easy bit. It's the, it's the having the awareness. And I think this is why it's important for me to continue sharing my story because it's waking people up. It's making people go, hold on, what? Yeah, actually, I'm not happy because <laughs> people get used to their own normal. Right. They get used to it. They get used to this normal. And they think that this is all life is, you know, I just got to slag along and, and, you know, just, just do this. So part of my sort of mission is going, hold on, like you can actually, you can heal from that. 
you don't have to suffer. You don't have to keep escaping, you know? No, it is true because, I mean, everybody goes through, you know, especially if, if that's the how you were raised, you know, your mom and dad, you know, this one works, this one's never home, this one's fighting. It's just normal. Right. And, right. you know, it's really, nobody ever tells you that there's, you know, rainbow at the end of this. You can actually change it. Right. Everything with them is, you know, I, I've known people to go to like, you know, counselors and psychs and, you know, they're just paying, 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 getting nothing out of it. You know, so right. somebody's looking for a cure because they're making money that way. So having someone right. say, absolutely, this, this can be helpful, you know. <laughs> and like yeah, you said, absolutely. you being a prime case study saying, I was there, you know, look yeah. at me now. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I share all the time, you know, it's, it's for me, it's, it's so uh, powerful when people see someone like, like, I'm, I'm relatable, you know? Right, yeah, Like, I've got sure. three kids, I've got a husband, like, I was raised in the ghetto, yeah. like, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to get fans, but yet, I now, you know, have the, the dream home, and I mm-hmm. have this life that I absolutely love, we're about to travel Australia in caravan, right. you know, um, so it's proof, nothing was yeah. handed to me ever, and, you know, I think that it is our duty on a soul level, um, if you found the way, share it, Yeah, share it. And, and, you know, I don't have all the answers by all means. No one does. I think, you know, this is a constant journey of remembering, growing, and learning. I think that when you finish healing, you die. That's ascension. Yeah. You know, I, I still see healers. I still, you know, I recently lost my mom. I personally, I did was have a session with a healer, like, even though I'm a healer. Yeah. I'm still very human. Um, but I do also know that we don't have to settle. And that's mm-hmm. why part of my message. You don't have to settle. That's an old paradigm. That's the old way. Right. Is settling. We now live in this beautiful, abundant world where we have access to to so much. We get yeah. to be more. We get to have more. Yeah, no, for sure. And people need to realize that. Yeah, that's right. Great. So now, I guess Amanda, tell us what's the message of hope and inspiration that you want to leave the audience today, especially for those people, those people seeking to find their own path to healing and purpose. Yeah, I think it's it's very very simple. If you are not authentically happy right. with the life that you are living, there are changes to be had. There's mm-hmm. things for you to remember. There's parts of you to access. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can be more, you can have more because you can do more. You can shift, you can give it <laughs> at any moment, at any moment. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what you've been through. Um, I think if you can, if you can remember that we are here to grow and we are here to um, experience the humanness, then we can start reframing, um, you know, what these challenges are actually doing. Remembering that it's for us, not to us. Right. Remembering, you know, and accepting that the human journey is going to be this, this grow and this glow. You know, and the grow is like the pain, suffering, the challenges, the, 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 you know, heaviness, the shadow side, um, the people hide, push down, escape from, distract from. This is where we actually expand on a soul level. This is the, the, the medicine. This is where we remember who we are. This is where we get to the depths of our soul. This is where we can connect with our purpose. This stuff. That's the rainbows and lollipops. It's great. It's fun. You can manifest well from this space. Um, you know, the, 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 the everything's amazing. And I mean, I love it. Like it's, it's awesome to be here, but this is, this, this grow is, is really where it's at. Right. And you know, you can take, yeah, I'm, I'm being fed something from my guides here, Patty, and I, and I love, love this. It's, um, you know, you can take, um, the power 
from your pain or you can allow the pain to take your power. That's true. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. Nice. There's nothing magic about me. I'm just the same <laughs> as everyone else. We get, to, we get to choose, right? We're all intuitive. We all have, you know, intuitive abilities. We all have this ability to reset, you know, to shift, to transform. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Now, you work with people around the world, right? They don't have to be right. awesome. So everybody else will be yeah. Get happy in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a global movement. I think, you know, people go, oh, what, you know, you need to like niche down and, you know, have a certain person. I go, well, if they're breathing, if they're human, if they're in human form, they're my people, right? If go. they're ready for a change, if they're ready for a change, come on in. Um, yeah, I connect with people all over the world. Um, the only in-person work I'm doing at the moment is retreats and, and, you know, speaking, um, gigs but all of my work is via zoom and you know that allows me to connect with people far and wide to me it's absolutely no different whether this person is is via zoom on the other side of the world or whether they are physically in front of me the you know result is the same now anything else you want to add anything going on anything new happening I never got to travel travel Australia and, you know, we're about to, I'm doing a little bit of a restructure in my business. So I will be offering women's circles around the country as I travel. Um, I'm always open and I I will say this, I am always open for um, opportunities to share my story. And I'm always open to support people on a larger scale. So, you know, if you are in a a setting where you have a large team of people who Mm -hmm are not motivated or you feel aren't doing the best the best that they could in, in business, then I'm able to speak to your corporate staff as well and come in and, and, and you know, facilitate some mindset, um, you know, um, work to support them. Mm-hmm. I'm always open to share and I'm always open to, to spread, you know, to spread the message, to spread the light. I think that if we can all, um, if we can all remember, mm-hmm. you know, if we can all remember that it's our duty to do that, then we're all going to be kind of up leveling and creating this new world. And that's, that's the idea, isn't it? You know, it's creating the shift for our children and our children's children mm-hmm. and, you know, really remembering as, as beings how powerful we are. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. Well, again, thank you for being on the show. That again, that was Amanda Harris. So thanks for listening to Successful Minds with Patty B. Never miss an episode by subscribing. So thank you again. Thank you so much, Patty. Thank you. My pleasure. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Successful Minds with your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.